1: <laughs> yeah. With that, we have entered the lunch o'clock hour yeah. of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And as always, when we enter the lunch hour, it's brought to us by Call It Company's Championship. This is crazy. Firestone Famous Country Club, July 12th through the 16th. All your favorite golfers will be there. Check them out. All the information is on
0: callitgolf.com. We love Call It Company's Championships,
1: and we will be there, and we hope you guys will be too.
0: So, Hard Knocks is having a problem finding a team to do it. It's never been an issue in the past. There's been, what, about 20 seasons of hard knocks, give or take? The last couple of years, they've done the traditional hard knocks, and they've also done the in-season one, which I think they did with Arizona. Detroit was on the the traditional one last year. Um, Supposedly, this year, they're having a hard time finding anybody. The league can force a few teams, the Jets, the Saints, the Commanders, and the Bears, the Jets, Saints, and Bears have all come out publicly and said they don't want to be on. They can be forced by the league. The rule is if you don't have a new coach and you haven't been on, I think, in the last 10 years, then you could be forced. Or you, there's a couple, Are those the two things?
1: There's a couple stipulations. Yeah. There's four teams that are four eligible, teams. and they've all said, honestly, we don't want you here. Well,
0: I don't know. Did Washington definitely say they didn't want to be on?
1: If, If they're looking for teams... I'm assuming that means the yeah. four teams that were eligible have all said we really don't want
0: Washington. Yet. Is like what's the story? It's like also the Washington? most
1: boring team in the world. They yeah, just really, have a new I owner. They got, got do no new hard knocks on that. Yeah.
2: Oh, I well, got Eric to Unless unless they want to, we're gonna get excited about the offensive coordinator and They got the yeah.
0: juiciest story, Washington. Yeah. Why the owner? Yeah, but he's out. But but this is this a aftermath. new to say it's a new, new regime, regime. Well, I, I guess they don't want to be in either. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I either. wouldn't either. <laughs> so the question is, we know the Browns were on it in what was it twenty? What was the year that Hugh got fired? seventeen? No, they were on in eighteen. Yeah,
2: twenty eighteen.
1: Eighteen was their year in Hard Knocks.
0: Right. Okay. Twenty eighteen, the Browns were on Hard Knocks. Hugh Jackson came off really poorly. In that, eventually got fired that year. There was the whole. I actually, he did, you, know, you had some stuff. Like I thought he
2: him telling Baker, hey, look, you know, what time you get here today? Tyrod Taylor, that was good. I thought that was good. But and the Corey Coleman thing was funny too. He was just like, you, he like, it,
0: but that he didn't really say anything. But he had a couple moments. He was, but that stuff. the 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 thing where he tells Baker you've won the backup job. that yeah, that, that was dead. corny. That was And terrible. the the worst was that scene with all the coaches. And he's like, I'm driving the bus here. He looked like insecure. He,
2: he looked like he was grandstanding. It almost yeah, it, looked it, like he, he knew the cameras was there.
0: It was bad. It was it was kind of And But it was it was fun, selfishly, for us to be able to see the Browns even more. Like We're able to go to training camp, but most of the fans can't. Yeah. You can't get Especially that behind-the-scenes stuff. Right. Well, they're,
2: they're in West Virginia. What do you mean? The, the Browns start, like, the first part of their camp in West
0: Virginia. They're, right, but they'll be here for some of their camp. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so, would you want the Browns to be on? I mean, I, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they would agree to do it, and they don't have to. They're not one of the teams – that I can mean, be
3: forced from a fans perspective. Of course, you want to see, you know, you want to get the inside look. Obviously, you'll get to see, you know, Deshaun this new offense. If you if you're not allowed, if you can't make it to training camp and see it, you know, you want to see what it looks like. You'll be able to finally get to see Kevin Stefanski. Well, more so than uh, the post-game interviews him right. you know, saying the same things over and over. So from that standpoint, yes, but if I'm a working at the Browns and I'm in the organization, absolutely not because hey. I need no distractions. This could potentially be my last year at this job and we ain't we eliminating all
2: distractions. We going all in this season. Gee, what say you? Um, I can understand why they wouldn't but I would use it as an opportunity to springboard something. I think you either could embrace certain things uh, and use it as a, as a positive uh, or you can run away from it and then you're going to have to really deal with it. The Browns want to be who they want to be and that is get to the Super Bowl. That is win championships and that's be, to be somebody like, you know, you watch the Bengals like, yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable sometimes that you know, you're on, you're on TV a lot and it's is uncomfortable because you're playing good teams and you can lose and you might not get what you want, but at the end of the day, like you said, that excitement level It outweighs all of it. So I I would use it as an opportunity to say, okay, well, this is the new Browns we're building. If you're a free agent, if you're a fan, if you're anybody, this gives us an opportunity to recruit and reach out to the people that we kind of lost. Browns lost a lot of people. Like, you know, they got a lot of young kids in here. If you went down the line and asked them who their favorite team would be, some of them probably won't say the Browns. Some of them will say the Chiefs because of Mahomes or Joe Burrow. Or I like Josh Allen. There's a lot of different, you know, people that they could be rooting for besides the Browns because they haven't been good. It gives you another opportunity to kind of reach out to those people and say, look, hey, we're kind of cool. Look what we're doing and buy in and, and maybe you could
0: become a friend. Uh, fan. I, I could understand why the coaches and the front office find it to be a distraction. I wonder for the players, Tyvis. you weren't on hard knocks when you played.
3: No, we did. But at Ohio State, we did have. Something uh, similar? It was uh, ESPN came and did our training was so it? did
0: you find it distracting? Not at all. So, then why? So, you're saying you don't need a distraction. If you didn't find that distracting, why is it a distraction for the players? Well,
3: because it's. You know why? You know why, boy. Let, yeah. me, let me let me let me sit up for this answer. Right. Up. Because it's a different day and age, okay. Nowadays, you it's this thing called Instagram, TikTok, and, and social media famous. Yeah, and that's what a lot of these people tend to do. So now you got guys doing extra stuff to be in front of the camera, and f- just in case they want to go viral. So now they trying to you know make some different money. That's what that's that's what I'm afraid of. Somebody well, that's doing saying that extra stuff. From a coach's stuff.
0: perspective, the coach is worried about a player. Trying, yeah, yeah, doing, doing extra stuff. Yeah,
3: doing extra stuff, trying to be funny and all that stuff, and be famous that way instead of yeah. trying to be famous by making plays and perfecting your craft. I,
0: ultimately, um, you know, the teams do have some say. This is not live. When the cameras are out there, none of this is going out live. The teams have some say as to what gets out there. They can nick. I was surprised. Well, then that's then. What's the point? If
3: if that's the case, like that, that's not giving the fans the honest perspective.
0: We want to know what TV's about. We We want to know everything. Like that, we're the only honest show on TV. Most (laughs) of the shows are phony, and even the shows they call reality shows are not really reality. They're phony. They're staged. They're actors. So I don't know. I mean, I I can't speak for the players to know how much of a distraction is. I wouldn't think for the players it's a distraction. Coaches are just uptight in general, right? They they think everything is a distraction.
2: G-14 class, But it is weird.
0: (laughs) We've never had a problem getting a team to be on hard knocks. Never. Well, I I think now we're to a point where the league has grown and
2: expanded. Now you don't even have to do nothing. You don't have to market your own team. Like, it's just baked into the cake. The system is what it is. You get money hand over fist. You don't really got to really, you know, put too much time, energy and effort into it. So they're thinking like, okay, instead of us saying the reason we're making this money and we have these TV deals is because of things like hard knocks, right? It's because of the way we televise our draft. We make it accessible 24 hours a day. We've made the whole year football year calendar. So you know, now that they've gotten there and you're getting that check regardless, it's kind of difficult for you to go back and say, oh, well,
0: do I really need to do that? No. What's the team you'd want to, besides the Browns, what's the team you'd most want to see on there? Mm. I actually have an answer. Go ahead, Mike. I want to see
1: the Bengals so I could find things to not like about the Bengals. In all honesty, like, I want to find one outtaken or taken out of context comment from Joe Burrow that I could hang my hat on and be like, I hate what he said there and that'll be it just fuel the internal hatred i,
0: I don't think you'd get that from joe burrow but i mean or any any jamar chase the Bengals Higgins have Higgins done are... some trash talking which is part of football and people have made i just want to see
1: it. inside and particularly the Bengals. i just want to see inside so i could find like in my head think i could find ways to like take them down from the outside like All now right. i know their secrets i know it doesn't give away
2: anything but yeah. i want to
1: take them down from the inside i want to spoil and poison that franchise
2: i would love i would, I would love to watch the, the arch i would love to watch the dolphins um, the Dolphins. Dolphins, and the reason I said the Dolphins is because they got a storyline with the quarterback in concussion. It's a good story. Yeah, it's an um, interesting one. Tyreek Hill um, is a guy who's always talked about how fast he is, and, yeah. and he's doing other social their media. Their coach things. is kind of a personality. Their, their coach is very he's quirky, and how he does things and schedules his day. Yeah. They just got Jalen Ramsey, who wears a ski mask <laughs> while doing interviews with a Advisor on. Like he does, he's a strange guy. So to me, the Dolphins have a lot that you can. And it's, and it's Miami, South Beach. Like it's going to be good weather. They're going to yeah. be able to go different places. I think the scenery. It'd be a good to, choice. It'd be a good choice. I like this offer. How about you, Tyvis?
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: I would like to see Sam Fran. Sam Fran got pretty much similar to things to what G. Bush just said. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, is, he's older, but he's a—he's very young when it comes to being with the players and stuff like that. Some of the things that he does and how he conducts practices and keep things fun. Uh, Seattle keeps things very fun and very competitive. Everybody would love Pete Carroll on there. Um, but if you're talking about a storyline, I actually wanted to see Buffalo because I want to see this Diggs and Allen storyline uh, unfold right in front of us. If they really do got beef like yeah. that.
0: I think the first team you mentioned is the most interesting of the ones and that's San Francisco because look at their quarterback situation. You had Brock Purdy come in last year. He played great, but he got that. He got an injury at the end of the year he's a seventh-round pick, like, we all feel – I think most of us feel like, well, maybe it was an anomaly. Maybe it's Shanahan. Can he do it again? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you traded a boatload to get Trey I Lance. Like yep. He's been hurt for two years in a row. He's barely played. When he's played, he hasn't been particularly – like, Brock Purdy looked way better than Trey Lance. Yeah. That Plus, they brought in Sam Darnold. So, like, maybe he's in the competition, too. I doubt it. But who knows? So, that could be an interesting – uh, plus, you got, you know, Christian McCaffrey there. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of talent. You got Bosa. You got a t- ton of interesting things, I think, from that team. I think another team that would be really fascinating on Hard Knocks, of course, is the Jets because yeah. they've got a great roster. Yeah. And you got Aaron Rodgers after his entire career in Green Bay, very similar to when Brett Favre went to the Jets at the end of his career before going to Minnesota. But you have Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets after an entire career in Green Bay. He's a – like total weirdo right he does all these bizarre things yeah so he stirs up a lot of controversy and he's gonna not really want to he, he he doesn't really like talking to the media except for his guys in the media so that's an interesting angle of it plus you can follow the zach wilson story the guy was a high draft pick yep. now he's a bust everybody's making fun of him <laughs> you know can he revive his career after rogers is done you got, uh, what's his name? they're running back, Bryce, uh, Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Yeah. Hall. Hall coming back from a serious knee injury. Yeah, they you got, got Garrett Wilson. You got Sauce Gardner. They got, they got I mean, that, that's a lot of good storylines on that mean. team. That's Plus their coach. He's got yeah. the bald head, you know. Coach do you Sala. think
1: the NFL, because they're one of the teams that are eligible.
0: Yeah. And they've said we don't want it. He don't want to be. He's Robert Sala who's their coach.
1: Yeah, doesn't he doesn't want anything out. to do with it. Do you think the NFL, sh- and we'll move on to Gavin Williams in one second. Yeah. Do you think the NFL should be able to enforce a team to be on
0: hard They can. Times. They don't want to, but they can. So, it's the Jets, the Commanders, the Bears, and who was the fourth one?
1: Well, they're looking at the Lions again now, who was on it last year, because They Campbell were good on there, care. but
0: I have no interest in seeing the no, Lions No, I don't want to see them twice. No, the and the Commanders was the last one you didn't mention. Commanders. No, I said Commanders, uh, Jets, Bears, and who was the fourth one? Can you put that Out of those three, up?
3: the Jets is the most interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean... Mm-hmm there's no and that, like, and they would force the Jets I know Justin Fields is still kind of he's got to prove it obviously a second year mm. Saints and, the other team. Saints. and the passing part of his game still needs a lot of development but there's no quarterback competition. Yeah there's you know is he a big personality? I mean how much of a personality is Please he talking about Garrett. No Justin Fields. Oh
3: no nah, he's just a you
0: know, right you like know. he doesn't seem have like a big personality. It. Who was the fourth team? The Saints.
3: Yeah, and well, they already did
1: uh, Derek Carr yeah, kind of Derek Carr was, was, was uninteresting
0: did. the first time. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be any more. If, interesting if they, this if
3: time. it's out of these, it's going to be the Jets. The
0: Jets are the, by It's far, either the
3: Jets or the Commanders. Plus it's
0: New York people, yeah. you know, there's more going to be more people watching. The Jets are by far the best one, I think, of the four that can be forced.
2: And 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 I, I mean, sitting here it's the and Phil, what do you mean
0: they force people to talk <laughs> yeah, after the game? Like exactly. you got beat fifty to nothing, how's it feel? Yeah, you better come up right. with something. <laughs> All right, we'll see what they do with that. All right, let's switch gears to baseball, guys. Um, I got the little league team here. All the guys are here, ready to go. We got a game tonight. To also tonight, you know, maybe you want to come down to Rocky River Little League and watch our game, but then later. The Guardians are playing, of course, and Gavin Williams is making his major league debut. Earlier the season, the Guardians called up Logan Allen, then they called up Tanner Bybee, who are two of their best pitching prospects. Gavin Williams is coming up tonight. He's been absolutely lights out at Double A AA and Triple A. He was the Guardians' first round draft pick in the 2021 season. Signed a two and a quarter million dollar signing bonus. They compared him to who? Garrett Cole. Woo. Well, <laughs> They're comparing the way he he, he pitches. Woo. Now that's a that's and, and similar Woo-wee. size and stature. The way he th- he's big. Uh. He's a big kid. Woo! He's a big kid, a and he pitches. the way he throws the ball looks similar to Garrett Cole. Now, Garrett Cole's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's been a great pitcher for a long time. Especially, he got a Chicago long way Eagles. to go. But it's very exciting because Logan Allen and Tanner Bybee have come up to the big leagues. They, they both pitched well, yeah, they don't but this guy's the best of the bunch and he just got drafted 2 years ago out of uh where do you go east carolina east
2: carolina correct
0: went to east carolina he, everybody's expecting him to be the next great guardians pitcher uh,
2: if you if you look at you know uh gavin williams coming on onto this roster yeah do you believe that <clears throat> they could be moving up the roster like we naturally per- perceive that you know guys that you bring up are going to be at the bottom of your rotation because in the playoffs yeah. you want to play your best guys I mean, do you think that they could? These guys hit you, whether it be Allen, uh, Bybee, or Gavin Williams. Do you think that they could put enough ending, innings together and have a large enough sample size where Tito says, if we do make the playoffs, we might want to move one of these guys up to the higher rotation? Yes,
0: and they may have no choice. I mean, think about this: if Tristan McKenzie, the Tristan McKenzie, the word came out yesterday afternoon, he's out. Tell I man, think two months, yeah, at, a least, month. at least. At right. least, Now, I know. I the, said the injury same thing. he has. It's his UCL, correct? Yeah. Okay, that injury often leads to a more serious th- surgery. And if he has surgery at some point, then he's done for the year. So let's say, in theory, Tristan McKenzie misses the rest of the season. Hopefully not. Let's say Shane Bieber gets traded, which I think will happen. Not a guarantee. Now you say, well, if they trade Shane Bieber, and McKenzie doesn't pitch the rest of the year, the Guardians won't make the playoffs. If that were a normal baseball season and the Guardians played in a normal division, that would be true. (laughs) However, the American League Central is the worst division maybe in the history of baseball. The Minnesota Twins are currently in first place. They're two games under 500. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that before that I can recall, and my recall for baseball is pretty good. (laughs) It is. Now, it doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I just don't remember that happening. Look at the standings. The Guardians are four games under 500, and they're one game out of first. They are tied in the loss column. And we're not even at the halfway point. You played 72 games. You got uh, 90, exactly bad, 90 bad games bad. left in the season. God. So even without McKenzie, and even if they trade Bieber, <laughs> and if they do trade Bieber, it probably won't happen for another month. But even if those things happen, they might still make the playoffs. Why? Because Gavin Williams, Bybee, and Allen may dominate. They have. Who else do they have? The rest of their rotation is Savale. Quantro, if he comes back. Okay, now, I don't know how Gavin Williams is going to pitch, and we don't know how Bybee's going to pitch the rest of the year or Allen. They may struggle. Gavin Williams could be back in the minors in three weeks. Let's say he gets crushed in his first three, four starts. Mm-hmm. They could send him back. But if he pitches to his capabilities, and his capabilities are through the roof excellent,
3: Garrett Cole with- we
0: could potentially see Gavin Williams, Tanner Bybee, and, and Logan, Logan Allen, all rookies start, to start a you know, the first three games of the playoffs if they were able to make when these, Especially if Bieber's traded.
2: When these guys,
3: pitch, yeah,
0: if Bieber's here, Bieber will pitch game yeah. one. When
3: but, these guys pitch, how yeah. many innings are they usually pitching? It's
0: not like it's more seven, about, right? It's, it's more like about four. pitches than it is about innings. Okay. Uh, it generally, when you have a young pitcher that comes up, he's going to throw five to six innings generally, but it depends on the pitch count. You know, they'll be very careful with Gavin Williams, like they've been with Bybee and like they've been with Allen. The longer you're up, the more they let you go. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying. So that that factors in, but it's really about pitches. If you get through six innings and you've only and, the, and Gavin Williams, let's say Gavin Williams comes out tonight and through and he's pitching great and through six innings he's got 71 pitches. Well, they'll let him pitch the seventh inning, maybe even an eighth inning. It really depends on pitching on on the pitches. But they're going to be careful because you know there are other. So the Guardians. Tanner Bybee and and was actually their third best pitching prospect heading into the season behind. He's excellent. Now, is he one Behind Gavin Williams. No, he's still one. And they have a kid named Daniel Espino. But Espino's been hurt. And he's he's hurt. He's out for the season. So, you know, and we've seen McKenzie. McKenzie is very slight of build. Very, very thin. And they're worried. He's had injuries in the minors. And now he's been injured twice this year. Now, Gavin Williams is a big, strong dude. This can guy I, is. Can I
1: give you the physical stats? <coughs> what is he, like 6'5,
0: 240?
1: So, according to MLB.com, and yeah. the top 100 prospects list. Yeah. So, to give you just an idea of where he lands, not just in the Guardians. he's the Guardian's top rated prospect. He's the number 16 overall prospect in baseball. Right. And he's the number four pitching prospect in baseball. He's Do you listed. You have the at three guys six, ahead of him? The three guys ahead of him Kyle Harrison in San Francisco, Andrew Painter. In Phillies. Philadelphia, uh, Yuri Perez, who's already in the he's majors. In the so he's of the Marlins. Yeah. He, uh, sorry, with the Marlins, yeah. And yeah. he's in the majors. And then Gavin Williams, number four. Yeah. So, the, and Taj Bradley uh, with the Rays, excuse me. Who's in me, the majors, too? One ahead of him, yeah. yeah. So, he's a he's highly regarded a prospect as you'll come around, in, yeah. not just in Cleveland, but in all of the no, majors. No, big time. He is listed at 6'6, 250. Gee. And on the scouting grade uh, scale. The
0: big unit? I thought he was six five two forty. Okay, go ahead.
1: And on the (laughs) scouting grade scale, which it's not out of a hundred, which always annoys me. That's different. Yeah, go ahead. He's graded a sixty five out of sixty-five on a fastball, a Mm. fifty-five out of sixty-five on his curveball, a fifty-five out of sixty-five on his slider, a fifty-five on his changeup. Overall, 55, which
0: is
3: unbelievably high. Yeah, I mean, to
0: be a 55 on four pitches as a rookie who just got drafted two years ago you know what is, I, stupid. is
3: absurd. You know what I'll say?
0: Yeah.
3: We going to find out tonight.
0: Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> you got it. We going to out today. You day. could be the biggest prospect in the world. It doesn't matter unless you do in the big leagues. So that's my question for you, Ty. He was great in with college. Him. He dominated in the minors.
1: Thomas, I'll start with you. We'll go around the horn. Man. What are your expectations tonight?
3: Well, with for you, one what Gavin you Williams?
0: talking about? I need at least by, four to five strikeouts. By the way, well, you better have more than that. By the way, <laughs> keep in See, mind. I'm, I'm trying to set it low. You, you, keep wow. in mind they're facing the worst team in baseball or that one is of the two true. the worst teams in baseball. That's true. You're facing Oakland who has with no line. With that
3: being said, six strikeouts and I even, I'll allow one run. I'll allow one. I'll allow one. That's good. Go great. ahead, G. Man, How I, many
2: innings? I, I, I just think he has. To
3: uh, work. It's his first start there. They're probably about five.
2: I, I think he needs. I would like to see seven strong innings. I would. I wow. I mean, look, I, I would also like, you know, I, t- I told you what I want to see for Josh. Deshaun Watson. You did say trying, that. Yeah, you did. Hey, you know, I I'm trying see, to be practical here. Yeah, I, well, if he gets him, if he gets his little, you know, little six or uh, seven innings, I think he should rack up about six, seven strikeouts. And the thing that I'm looking for most is how do you pitch when you're in in traffic? How do you pitch when you got a couple runners on, are you still going to be aggressive at the plate? Are you still going to be trying to pound the zone, or are you going to lose some of your control? So I think one thing with, with Gavin Williams is, you know, I don't know if I subscribe to this, but a lot of baseball people talk about guys going out there getting hit very hard the first time. And then they just go into the tank and they were never the same now. I don't understand how you got to that point. If that was your that. philosophy, like how you can't, you know, that if you if think you, that way, yeah. you're not going to be a good player. No, I agree. So, you know, I, I think if he could keep his control and show that he could keep his emotions together, he should many? be. Tito should have him in the lineup more, and he he'll probably end up staying up here. But he can't be <laughs> wavering because Tito will just put another veteran in there. How many strikeouts? You say Bill? six,
3: six strikeouts, seven innings, no earned runs.
2: I say no, 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 yeah, all right. How uh, many runs?
3: Yeah, how many runs?
2: Three, four. Oh, that's man. a lot. I was about to say, God. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't say he was Nolan no, Ryan. Six, look, I tell, I tell you, it, is, right, six innings,
0: six strikeouts, right, one run. Let, let me get, let's get something straight here. <laughs> Gavin Williams has dominated in AAA, correct? Mm-hmm. Most of the Oakland Athletics lineup are AAA players. <laughs> oh, my That's the reality. Here we go. Okay, here they have... <laughs> Two, maybe three guys who belong as starters in the majors. The rest of their lineup is guys who should be bench or in playing in AAA, where he is dominated. I'm expecting a huge performance. We've seen Bybee and Allen both come up and be great right off the bat. Now, you never know about a kid's mental makeup, right? But he pitched in the College World Series. He's been hyped since he came, since college. I'm not worried about that. I'm expecting him – see, now, I don't think he will go as many innings because I think he's going to strike out a ton of guys. So, I got him six innings, not seven. Because I think early in the game, he may be a little pumped up. I think he'll be overthrowing his fastball early and have some command issues. But then he'll settle. He's going to strike out 12 guys in six innings. I got him giving up one run. One run – 12 Ks, Dang, that's a seven lot base strength. runners. In sixes. Have we had a pitcher do that this year? What a type! What a tatter me doing his first start. He was great. They get
1: seven strikeouts. I'll, I'll confirm, but I believe it was
0: seven.
3: Man. This guy's averaging.
0: This guy's averaging. I think, I
3: believe. we got the same thing, but you double it by strikeouts.
0: About 13, 14 strikeouts per nine innings Dang. in my team. And the A's are a minor league team. You, you know more than us. Four hey, two? doesn't mean it's going to work out. He could give up seven runs for all we, I know tonight. We go see. <laughs> I, I, how, how, many earn, how many earned runs did you say? I got one run, okay. seven base runners, six innings, <laughs> 12 strikeouts. Go ahead, Mike. What do you, you got? You can't bet <laughs> I'm talking,
3: on You're talking about the Duke
0: Yeah, Bybee, Bybee in his first start
3: of
1: the season came on April yeah. 26th against Colorado. Yeah. Five and two-thirds innings, six hits, one run, eight strikeouts, 91 picks. I mean, it's
0: not much different. It's four more strikeouts than Bybee. Now, okay. the Rockies are a bad team, too. Okay. I well, mean, it's the the, it is the A, so I. But they've been playing well lately. No, they were. They had a good week, and now they've <laughs> lost like six in a row again. Uh, are, we, are and, it, and it, it took, a, one, and it it took us ten innings to beat them. Or didn't it, Well, yeah. it's just the Guardians' lineup stakes. I didn't say the Guardians would score ton runs. So I said he's going to dominate. Are they? Are the A's <laughs> worse than
2: the Kansas City Royals?
0: Kansas I think City's so. They're, bad. They they're equal, right? In terms of the standings, I think they have the same record. Or within a game of each other mm-hmm. I think they're worse um but Kansas City's really awful they're both gonna lose 100. they'll both lose over hundred games I think I still think the A's are still on pace they're both on pace to be around the 1962 Mets were 40 and 120 which is the worst record in the history of baseball in the modern history of baseball and but they were an expansion team remember mm-hmm. um and so the, neither of these teams are expansion teams I mean, the World Se- the, the Royals were just in the World Series, what, eight years ago? 2014 and 15. And right. Won, and eight, went back. eight and nine years ago, and they won the World Series. But obviously, every pretty much every player from those teams is gone, except for one or two guys. They stink. Oakland stinks. They're both terrible. Is uh, Bo Naylor in the lineup today? I would assume so.
1: I would assume so. He has not gotten a hit yet.
0: Uh, that's
3: what I was about to say. Is he get, does he get does hit get to not getting worked up
1: about it. It's been... It's <laughs> no, 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 I'm not... I'm just, <laughs> I was just saying, and Earl said it this morning. I actually agree with Earl. He did. I think that. he gets a home run his first hit today. His first at bat home run for Call him right is out. y'all? There is some positivity going pitching on today. For tonight? I mean, it doesn't Woo. all their pitchers stink, but
0: who's pitching for them tonight?
1: According to ESPN, the pitching matchup says it is Gavin Williams versus Paul Blackburn.
0: He's uh, give, okay. only giving up two home runs all year. I yeah, to, but he's barely – he just came off the – he missed the whole yeah, season. Yeah, he's only pitched like, 21 innings. I need yeah.
3: to put together a parlay the way y'all talking. Paul talk. Blackburn had not pitched like the last two years <laughs>
2: until a couple weeks ago. 16 parlay.
3: To, I need with 12 strikeouts, Bo Naylor first home run. Listen, 12 man. strikeouts <laughs> is a bold
0: prediction. It's not common for a guy in his first major That's
3: why you strikeout did. 12. Yeah, but man. it
0: certainly happened with top pitchers in the past.
3: Y'all hear it, boy. Put put yeah. place the bet.
0: Kerry Wood of the Cubs, in his, in his fifth Major League start, struck out 20, and that was against a great lineup. And this kid is com- – maybe – I can't say he's coming up with the, the same hype that Kerry Wood had. That's not fair. But he's coming up with a lot of hype. And in, in baseball circles – What time is this game today? What time, the what time is this game It's a
1: 7 first pitch. And also keep in mind, rookies – no, it's here. 7:10
0: here. Steve. I'm, Come I'm on. Ooh-wee.
3: Steve <laughs> tried
1: chiming in one time on sports and got the total wrong. <laughs> Steve, Steve never opens his mouth when it comes to sports. context.
0: What did he say? It was a <laughs>
1: different time. I said 7:10 first pitch. He goes, "It's a West Coast game." I'm like, "No, Steve, it's it's three that blocks. That was last week, Steve. Three blocks up the road Steve, here, buddy. Steve, um, but no, rookies who make their major league debut, yeah, oftentimes have a lot of success. I know Jay told us that there's more film on these guys coming out of college, but until. MLB hitters have actually seen their fastball. You could read it's 98, but not all 98 mile an hour fastballs are created equally. The dip on their sliders, their breaking balls. I expect a lot
0: from Gavin Williams tonight. I really do. Yeah. Now some of these guys, I haven't looked it over yet, but I'm sure some couple of these guys in the A's lineup, have seen Gavin Williams in the minors.
3: They said that the over under for strikeouts for Gavin Williams is set at five and a half. Oh, love it. Take the easy over. That's money back. (laughs) Yeah. Easy
2: over. Like. Get yeah, that's, that's money. I mean, all of us
3: said that, Betting that yeah. right now. All of That's what that's uh, Steve Becker just texts.
2: Yeah, <laughs> on uh,
1: FanDuel. I don't know what he's using. I don't know. Steve, Texas would happy. I'm, I'm putting money on that right yeah. now. That's real.
0: <laughs> Yo, all right. Wow. So anyway, so my I hope expecta- so. Listen, my expectations so. couldn't be any higher for Gavin Williams. By the way, if he doesn't pitch great tonight, don't make, you know, don't go over the top about it. It's one start, but I expect him to come to the big leagues and dominate right away. That's my expectation. We'll hope it happens. Did the other three Did the, the other three prospects that's ahead of him. A painter hasn't pitched in the big leagues yet. He's been hurt. Yuri Perez came up and I believe was excellent in his first start, if I remember correctly. For the Marlins? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was really good. He was really good. The first guy you mentioned, I actually don't know him.
1: <laughs> I left the page. Let me go back to it. Uh,
0: uh, I need to, Taj do. Bradley, I think, struggled in his first start. And Andrew Painter for the Phillies. No, Painter's spit was hurt earlier in the season. Yeah, he's
1: Well, he's only in Double A right now. Yeah, the pitch was Yuri Perez. Him, I know. Andrew Painter.
0: Yeah, you mentioned a guy with the Royals. I think. <laughs> no, uh, Kyle Harrison with the Giants. Uh, you see, him I don't know. He he's must tri- be lower down the minors. I is sworn. Yeah, Triple A. Oh, he is in Triple A.
3: Yeah. I, and, I Tanner, and Tanner and Tanner and Logan Allen's first starts was really
2: good. Yeah. Yes.
3: Okay.
1: Hey, well, you know, it,
2: hey twelve it, strikeouts. It is there. I, I think. I think. <laughs> I think we have to temper some things because, you know, what more were they going to do? Like, think about it. They w- they're not going to really spend any more money. They really don't have any reinforcements, so to speak. So you you pretty yeah. much gotta and play some we guys.
0: It. We were saying you got to call call guys up. Well, they called up their best catching prospect, mm-hmm. and now they've called up their best p- pitching prospect. That's what they need to do. That's what this team doesn't spend enough money because the owner's cheap, and so it's the hope p- is that your best <laughs> product stand out. It, it's more palatable now because at least you
2: can see the, the, the you know the fruits of your labor. What well, we've right. been saving, right. what well, we won't trade well, away. Here's what you've been <laughs> missing, and it's a perfect time to introduce those players because the, when the, the only thing that keeps you from keeps you playing vets is you have a track record with them, and right. you know what they're about sometimes once again we talk about change in people's
0: lives change comes and you have to adapt on the fly and people have a very difficult time doing that that's true and especially a veteran manager like terry francona he's used to go with veterans i think over the years he's adjusted and has done a better job with young players but uh he's still yeah a lot of got you want to lean on a guy that you know has done there has been there and done that before. All right, we'll leave the Guardians for now, but but everybody should be locked into this game tonight. I know as soon as I get home, I, I'm locked into this I, game. We will discuss I, it I, in sure it tomorrow it as well. So Should be perfect timing because our game will probably be over right around 7 o'clock, and then we go home and watch I, the Guardians.
1: And I do want to remind people before we get into the next topic that yep. coming up in about 20 minutes, I went out with Bull yesterday to his Little League game, the biggest game of my career. Yes. Mic'd him up, shot it. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm telling you, Coach Bowl is very different than Adam the Bowl in the host chair. You guys will enjoy the second side. <laughs> They're gonna tell us the real behind Adam's the scenes.
2: We gonna get the real behind the scenes story. I guess so. I guess we'll find yeah. out. In about, it, it, in about ca- it came minutes. out good.
1: I'm, I'm pretty uh, pretty pleased. Okay, All we right. have two part basketball topic yes. today. The first one will take 30 seconds. Did you guys know the NBA drafts tomorrow?
0: Yes, you knew it yes. before. They said before Mike said something this morning. Yeah,
3: we've been talking about it on the radio in Columbus. No. Okay.
0: I knew it was coming up, but I don't yeah, know. You guys actually thing. talk about basketball in mm-hmm. Columbus? Yes, you talk d- about anything else besides the Buckeyes? Yeah, we talk about everything. It's about Scooney Pen every day. We talk about Scooney Pen every day? No, we talk <laughs> about it. We hit every sport. <laughs> now, how do you, you think I knew about
3: Columbus, the Columbus Blue Jackets? Because I got to know that shit. All stuff. right.
0: What are you doing? No no Greg Oden breakdowns down there? No,
3: no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. Greg, you can catch Greg at the, at the shoe on Saturdays, right behind the bench. All right. Oh, he hangs out on the field? Yeah. Yeah, he got he got the little seats right behind the the bench. Oh. He would be like, you can't really tell. I just can't him if you miss him. If
0: yeah, he's seven feet tall. He Is tried it,
3: to be incognito, but he sixed out like a,
0: like he seems like he has. Yeah, a, he
3: still got the full beard oh, and all that. Yeah, right. I mean, a
0: seven footer can't be incognito. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, you, you know, can't. Can, what are you gonna do? Put on a blonde s- wig?
2: Seven footers can never be CIA agents. No. like, <laughs> no, can you work. imagine? Like, you just it don't really work out. Like, I'm going to Russia to be like a spy. They're like, hold on. I'm mad.
3: What's missing here? I'm mad. <laughs> he had injuries, man. He was gonna take the league by storm.
0: He could yeah, but he couldn't stay healthy. It's the knees. And that's and that's with Webbania. You worry about that too. Well, Webby you, no, cut that out. Cut that out. You worry if the guy's
1: seven foot six, right?
0: So seven four?
1: five, but it's okay. Seven did you five. know, Bold, did you know
0: the NBA right. draft was Thursday? Honestly, I had no, until you mentioned it to me yesterday, <laughs> I had no clue the NBA draft was Thursday. Where
3: y'all living, under because a the rock?
0: Because the Cavs don't have a first-round
3: pick. They got a 42nd. are the 49th.
0: What are the odds of getting not a useful not, I'm
3: player in the <laughs> <Man>, I'm,
2: <laughs> taking, I'm <laughs> taking somebody. Did you know? Listen, they got forty nine. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking some eighth grader from Avon Lake. I'm accepting
1: Jason's, kid. I, I, I'm I'm right
2: to Jason's <laughs> kid. I'm a stash him. Future rights to Jason's kid. I'm a stash him.
1: Yeah, Jason girl. saw them, too. <laughs> But we will do. In all seriousness, we'll do tomorrow. We'll do a full NBA draft breakdown. We'll try to figure out. Every mock draft at 49 is someone completely different. There's no consensus I mean, that's just whatsoever. Silly. Who's paying attention
0: to a mock well, draft? Well, you,
3: d- you know why? I actually also had to know because yeah. Ohio State got Bryce Simpson in there. And we was so talking when's, about So where's he getting drafted? They got him anywhere going from 22 to 49. That's a pretty
0: big gap there, twenty-two yeah. to forty-nine. Well,
3: the, well, he's one of the players that he's really good offensively, but yeah. he, he defensively he's not good him. at all. That's like
0: you get pulled over. He, he
3: like just was lazy on. <laughs> twenty-two under.
2: to forty-nine. Sir, sir, do you know how fast you were going? I don't know, man. I know it's a school zone. I was going anywhere from thirty-five <laughs> to ninety. <laughs> like you, you know, over seventy—that's jail time. Like, come on, that's yeah. a wide variety, man. bro. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so so yes. we'll do a
1: full preview tomorrow. I know, Bo, you may not be as much into the second-round prospects. Earl, myself, uh, and Anthony I'm will not. come. Is
2: Earl into it? Earl,
1: do you care about the NBA draft? Uh,
0: a little bit. Not Only because Mike had me do some research on it uh, for content. Earl parties. was too busy studying NASCAR stats over there. <laughs> or well, well, it's
3: become very controversial who's going to go number two. It was Scoot Henderson all this nah, time, it, but it, now it's Brandon Hornets Miller. The came
0: out
1: and confirmed they're taking Brandon Miller. Okay. So, Brandon Miller's going to Scoot's going to go they went They came out and confirmed it? Why would they do that? They told Woj that they are they're taking him in the the Vegas odds it's now minus 400 that it goes Wembanyama. You those Wimler, odds are always
0: Packerson. wrong for draft, for the draft. No way. No way. They, they got they were <laughs> wrong last year about who was going first, yeah. right? No. Yeah, but they didn't what have they a... who went first last year? I don't even remember. Who was who did Hallow Oh yeah. The one oh yeah, he won he was rookie good. of the year. Yeah. So, who's the kid that got hurt? You think <laughs> Chet Holmgren? Was that last year or 2 years ago? That was last year. Last year. What team is he on? I don't even know. The
3: Thunder. Remember I came in and said oh, that the right. Thunder are so going to make the playoffs? That's why everybody's excited about the Thunder.
0: Yeah. Because they were much improved that <laughs> year, and yeah. they got this kid. And they have two they lottery stay picks healthy. this year. So, they stay so we'll,
1: yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do your full NBA draft preview. Do not worry. Right. I know Bull may not pay attention to
0: it. Jason does. G- well, we'll be locked into, into it tomorrow. I mean. And we'll lock in. Listen, yeah. the Cavs have to improve somehow. There are players that are broken <laughs> in the second round that make a difference. Nicola Jokic. The Cavs have. Right. <laughs> Uh, Draymond Green was second round pick, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, those are the two best second round picks of the last decade. So, so, but the Cavs have done a poor job with their second round The Cavs, when's the last player they got in the second round that was used? That,
2: that's why I was confused. We were talking to Jason. He said they've developed people. And I'm like, Dean Wade, a.k.a. Johnny Bravo, is <laughs> not good. Who like come on <laughs> and
0: he's like, Well, the only thing he can't do is shoot. Well, <laughs> I, I would say this. I you would say just this. Just through that sound effect. Gee, what <laughs> I would say to that is so him and Lamar Stevens, they have turned them from nothing to a minor piece at least. Regular season pieces. But yes, they're not guys that you feel comfortable in a big spot with. At this point, maybe they can't become. Who knows? But they have done nothing with their second round picks. I nothing. They had, now, they had three second okay, round picks you. last
1: year, and yeah. the most contribution they got, and a lot, and, and this who is who were their three no.
0: second round picks last year.
1: It was the Australian guy with the mullet, something Weaver. So he didn't play. The big guy, Giap, who never was over here, and then Baby the, Mobley Didn't ha, did
3: they have somebody named like DeConte or DeConte? Yeah,
1: Deonke Deonke Giap. Yeah.
0: That's a bad sign when we don't even know his name. <laughs> These guys, listen. It's a top son. Wow, that's, yeah. that's, oh, wow.
2: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's how old we are. Oh, my goodness. I have a, Apparently so. I have a just <laughs> shot a, a job bobblehead, and I thought it was that's like. That's <laughs> Well, we thought he was going to be a good
0: player. It, we it just didn't, didn't we, work we, out. It didn't, didn't really work out for us. So, all right. So, so we'll do so the full
1: draft tomorrow. <laughs> there is
0: some, but, you know, the Cavs allegedly you're hoping to trade into the first round. Yeah, so we'll get to win who tomorrow, I promise. Who knows <laughs> with we'll who but we, move we on here bad. in the end like whether you have the 28th pick or the 45th pick at that point you're I don't know that you're any you, more you like you,
3: you pull player. it for strong right. You, you
0: got, hoping for you hoping for a generational player or an all-star
2: out of that group of people who you didn't think—that's where yeah. the scouting comes in. At it ain't just, everybody got consensus on the top ten picks.
3: Long as it ain't Anthony Bennett, I'm good. is it
2: yeah? Well,
0: is <laughs> it Bam Adebayo? Wasn't he a second round pick? Yep. No, No, was the thirteenth pick. I thought he was. Oh. I thought he was. Oh, no, I thought no, he, he was, was late, later late on too. Guy. All right, next.
1: So yeah, before we get to your baseball package, Tyba sent us a text over the. Maybe It was the weekend, whenever it was. Ty,
0: by the way, let, me, let let me take people by. <laughs> <this laughs> no, please. So no. we have about seven thousand chat groups. On, oh. Now we've kind of pared it down. <laughs> oh my oh goodness. My, <laughs> most of the time, most of our group chatting is now done in what we call the good, what's the name of the good, group? The group. group yeah, good. The good bet group. Because it was the good back group, right? We call it the good bet group. All right, and that group chat has we've eliminated the people that don't have iPhones from that chat. No offense. Steve, Steve K is out, Mike's out, and Steve Becker's Steve out. Steve ain't
3: got an iPhone. Because you
0: can't name – oh, is Steve in? Director, director Steve's in it, yeah. Oh, oh director is Steve. Is. Steve Becker and Mike Polk are out because they don't have iPhones and we don't want the green nonsense. We just and you can't, you can't name the group. IPhone. You can't name Lot. the group if you, if you don't have an iPhone. So in the Good vet group, that's our group. So it's, it's the three of us. It's Mike, <laughs> it's Anthony, it's Steve, it's Earl, Jason, – Jay, Brad, it's it's everyone that's not here. That's true. Yeah. No. Although Brad almost never responds to anything. You know, he did Neither this weekend. He this, say weekend. He
3: did this weekend,
0: he Jayda. wished everyone
1: a happy Father's Day this weekend. That's out true. Out of the blue.
0: But most of the talking in <laughs> Man, that <top> group, <laughs> most of the talking in that group is done by Tyvis, <laughs> Jason, Mike, and me. You. And what about what about me? G, G- Bush G- comes in like five G- hours later. Oh, I should say G-, G Bush, like five hours later, he then responds to all the different topics. <laughs> They're like, that was three days ago, man. It's like, <laughs> what is that response to? I don't know. gotta go so, back through. Tyvis, so at least <laughs> once a day, there is a post in this chat group from some rando on Twitter who who, like we never heard of and Tyvus will tweet some like rumor in the NBA or baseball Uh, and it'll be like, are you guys buying this? Is this credible? And it's from like Leroy Horde's Ghost.
1: Wait, that, that account today actually yeah. does have a tiny ounce of like. What was
0: that one? What was the one today?
1: The, the ghost, ghost of, of Leroy. Leroy. Which is for part Leroy. of my taste, Dead Dog, it. which
0: breaks news. It, yeah. It. It's it. And, and time just goes It's discredible. It's got a bunch of activity on it. It could be. It hey, could have been Jalen Brown's burner account. Hey, <laughs> like more than Cleveland or whatever that one is. Hey, All these randos. I like
2: I like it, man. You you, you
0: do It's too. great. At I'm, tapped, you break, in. I'm tapped in. What? I'm tapped in. To, and, and if
2: you get in trouble, you can always say, I ran it by them dudes. I ran <laughs> by the veterans. That's I right. asked Boo, was this legit? He gave me the green light. <laughs> okay, so, so only because
1: we gotta get your thing in Bull. Yeah, I'll yeah, let yeah. this go. But Tyvus put something in the group chat this weekend. Right. And he essentially sparked an idea, and I forget the exact text. It was, this was not a silly text. He okay. asked about the future of NBA big men and can anyone kind of be like Jokic, and it made me think. And I'm going to ask Tyvus this first, and we'll go around. Tyvus, we watched the NBA Finals. We saw the Nuggets win. Is there any lesson we learned from the team construction <laughs> of the Nuggets, from the way they play to the way they're coached to the way they develop to their patience to their transactions, anything we could take away from what we saw the Nuggets do over the last couple of seasons that accumulated in a championship this year, that we think the Cavs can learn from and implement into their program and system
3: moving forward. Well, the number one thing is that they they stuck together. You know, obviously Nikola Jokic, he been doing. The crazy thing is Nikola Jokic been the same kind of guy he's he is now. He's been like that. He's just kind of been washed away because he kept getting eliminated in the playoffs. You know, they went up against the Warriors and Draymond Green kind of had his number. So we kind of forgot about him. But Jamal Murray, he got injured. But Jamal Murray has always been such a good shooter. Michael Porter Jr. has always been a shooter. But what the key thing you could take away is you got to ask more of these big men nowadays. You know, these guys, obviously, you know, back in the 90s, it was about post moves, you know, being in the paint, defending the cup and having the post moves. Now you move forward. Now these big man's have jump shots on them. What Nikola Jokic has just done has put the ball in his hands and now he's become more of a point guard at center. So what he's doing is now is pulling centers out of the paint. Now you got guys that's opening up this, the paint for those backdoor cuts, which is more efficient shots. Like Michael Porter Jr. had a terrible, he's, we, he went from being a sharp shooter in the finals to being a, a backdoor cutter and getting dunks and stuff like right. that. So I think what Nikola Jokic has done is he's challenged a lot of centers around the NBA. You know, hey, we need to be more facilitators as well. We can't just sit in the paint and, and hog clog the paint. Up. We got to be able to come out, be able to dish the ball. And if you could do that, I think that opens up a lot of offense for other guys, instead of guys just being all shooters, they can be two-way players. You can shoot and you can cut and you hit, get the backdoor cuts too.
2: G. I think I think what we learned. I'm gonna pick it back what Tyve said a little bit. You look at Miami and Bam Adebayo and what he did to his metamorphosis in the playoffs. Look what he did. He he, he goes from being a guy in the, in the regular season where he's just you know you know maybe hit an elbow jumper, maybe get on a rebound, defensive uh, intensity, being an anchor in the paint. You go to the playoffs, now Bam Adebayo, um, he's he not only steps his game up, but Eric Spoelstra was genius enough and, and had enough leeway to give him to let him now bring the ball up to court, let him initiate the offense. And I think that's what propelled them to get into the finals. But on the other end, you look at uh, Jokic, and, and Tyvus said something that I thought is important, that you, you, nowadays you got to demand more of your big men. I think one of the things that we saw is we're with we're, we're, we're an antiquated process. We are, we believe that we have two twin towers and that Jaron Allen brings something, this defense and different things like that. He does bring that. However, when you look at those numbers, 14 points a game, 10 rebounds, those are on putbacks. Those are on rim running and lobs. Those are on what we call, we'll call garbage buckets. In order to beat these top teams, you're not only going to have to be able to guard Jokic, you're going to have to be able to get yours on the opposite end of the forward as well. Because you can't uh, afford to play a Jared Allen against these guys. And these guys are going at them offensively and keep hammering and keep going at them the entire game. But defensively, they don't have to play them. They can sink off of them, sag off, and now your guards whether it's a Dar- uh, Darius Garland, uh, Donovan Mitchell, or, or even a Mobley, things are now packed up and congested. So I, I think when you look at it, you're going to have to look at saying, okay, what do I want out of my center position? I, center is no longer a throwaway position that you just throw away and just get all these little guards. That's just not yeah. the way it works. So and by
0: the way, Jared Allen can't defend Jokic anyway. No. So he, has he has no ability has to defend <laughs> Jokic. You can't do that anyway. Even though he was a good regular season defender. I think the thing you can potentially learn from the Nuggets is really only to be patient with the coach. Now, that doesn't mean if you're patient, like if the Cavs are patient with JB, that it's going to pan out. But the Nuggets had a number of opportunities over the last few years where you wouldn't have been surprised if they had fired Michael Malone, and yet they didn't, right? And a big part, I think a big part of the reason that we learned this year is that Jokic and, and Malone appear to have an excellent relationship. And if your star believes in your coach, you're going to stick with the coach now. I don't know what Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley think of JB Bickerstaff. I assume they all like him, but I don't. I don't know that to be certain. Uh, I don't think the Cavs will be as patient. I will give them credit. They have, you know, they could. A lot of us were calling for JB Bickerstaff to be fired after yes, the, the we season were. ended, and the Cavs have been patient, and maybe that will pay off in terms of the roster make up itself i don't know that you can learn much because yeah i agree with what you guys are saying that you need your senator to do more i don't know if there are that many big guys that are capable of doing what Jokic can do no. now we're, we're to the point now where you talk about in the 90s when i grew up as a kid and, and you too g because yeah. you know you're not as old as me but you're a lot older than Tyus. and when we grew up as kids you you never even thought about your your big men taking outside shots. It was not even a, uh, something that ever crossed your mind because it, it didn't really happen. Like Kareem taking the the, the skyhook from the the maybe the top of the key or the foul line. Right. Like that was about as far out as any big guy went. Carl
2: Malone. Karl Malone. Like in the early I say yeah. late '80s, early '90s you started to see power forwards and centers right. move out of the – Patrick Ewing started to develop a jump shot. Yeah, but he wasn't <laughs> jumping. No, no, no. When <laughs> I say jump shot, I'm, yeah. I'm talking
0: 12 to 15. Yes, <laughs> become a little more flexible. Not but no, never not take no step backs or nothing. I mean, Jokic is a freak. There's not – like, even now, where there are more big guys that can do more things, he still stands out amongst these guys. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, and and I'll let you guys get back to this, but I want to mention one thing about Jokic. In the history of the NBA playoffs, the guys who have played 50 games, he ranks in the top 20 of points, rebounds, assists, and field goal percentage. Per game? Per game. Yeah. In the playoffs. They've played 50 games. He Ah, is a very good scorer. He's arguably the greatest passing big of all time, and he's an elite rebounder. And he does not get credit because he's not super athletic. The dude He doesn't wakes look up good out there. And he has 17, 18 rebounds a game. And you don't
0: even realize And it.
1: you can't replicate that because there's no. not another Jokic. No.
0: So, but the, what I would say is that every year that goes by, it feels like there's less and less of a place in the league for a player like Jared Allen. That's my point. Yeah. Right? Like, I just don't know that there's a spot for him in this NBA.
1: And if you do have a guy like Jared Allen. It has to be with a team of shooters.
0: Yeah. Right. It's, it's yes. almost
1: almost like the Mavericks in 2011. You could have another big. Dirk and Tyson Chandler played together, and that's a different era of
0: basketball, but at
1: least the e, team. Yeah,
0: right. But that's a long time ago at this point. I, I,
1: and I know, but I'm saying the yeah. team construction, because Dirk was a stretch four. You have Chandler. Then you have Jason Kidd, who developed into a good shooter. Jason Terry. And their three was Sean Marion, who was a decent shooter. But they had everyone else on the floor could shoot. And if you're going to run pick and roll with a right. guy who's a defensive-minded, non-shooting center, who's in the middle of the lane for 48 – or 46 of the 48 minutes, he would be on the floor. You can't have anyone else right. with a foot in the paint,
0: or there's just no and, room to operate on and offense. And at this point, Mobley can't shoot from the outside really either. So Those two don't work. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the rest of their team is not – like, they don't have a million great shots. Obviously, Garland and Mitchell can shoot, but, you know, that's about it. And when you, when you look at – When you look at Jared Allen, that style of player, like how many guys are there in the NBA? It's fewer and fewer and fewer minutes.
1: Fewer and fewer and fewer. Uh, Williams for the Celtics. Well, he He only plays 27 (laughs) minutes a game. He don't don't play (laughs) that with Al
0: Horford. Clint Capella for the Hawks. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Al Prince, of the Houston Rockets, but he plays no defense. He's just a non. Right. What about the kid,
0: the rookie from Atlanta? A yeah, yeah. Easy. Well,
1: him and Capella switch, but they're the exact same rim runner defensive well, guy. Right. Go Bear.
2: Yes, that's the big one. I was say. right, That's why that either. trade is terrible. I just right,
3: it,
0: it's horrible. There's not a if lot of a guy guys like that Jared play Allen, that way.
1: He needs to be on a team like the Warriors,
0: and like, by that's the way, the all, only
1: place that fits.
0: A couple of the other guys we mentioned there are young players that maybe will get better, maybe as they get older. Same thing with Mobley. Right now, Mobley's one of those guys some degree, but we're hoping that his offensive game and his perimeter game he had, will develop. He as had years go games by. though where he shot really. Yeah, I mean well. he's not useless from the outside. Yeah. Where Jared Allen just can't do anything. There's nothing. From the outside. Yeah. All
1: right, one last thing, one yeah. last point, then we'll get to your your baseball thing here. Yeah. Another key takeaway I had, and Tyvis, I want you, you and G dance this real quick, and then Bull we'll will get to you. But yeah. Both teams, Nuggets and Miami, extremely unselfish, willing to make that extra pass, and I go That's back huge. and I. Went through and watched a bunch of Cavs games over, and I was making mental notes and watching back. I'm not sure, and maybe because it's the younger, maybe it's the regular season. I, I know it's not apples to apples. There wasn't a ton of times where Cleveland seemed willing just to make that extra pass to get a good shot, pass up on that, and get a great shot. That's yeah.
3: not true. That's okay. not true. Okay. That one in the Knicks game, Darius Garland was the one that got everybody. He was the one that was doing that. He was the only one that was actually but he was the only ones. It's that's one that's what I'm saying.
0: But, it, but at the end I, of the day, Mike's right. he's Mike. right what he's saying for sure. Those teams <laughs> are completely unselfish. And that's a re that's a big now. LeBron went to the finals a million times, and he did it's a lot not of the dribble, dribble, only dribble, way.
1: Dribble. It's not the only way. But right. I'm just saying, those teams, it was so obvious watching as someone who played and, and loves basketball. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was Jokic passing up a good shot, Murray, even say, Michael Porter Jr., who sometimes he, has the pass button broken, yeah. was making an extra pass to Christian Brown in the corner
0: for an open Also, break. it feels like Miami and Denver kind of play positionless to some degree. You know, and they have all a Adibayo
1: and Jokic bring up the ball.
3: Well, right. I mean, you got two. You got two dudes that's really good at passing. Like, yeah, Jokic gets the triple double or the double double. But Jamal Murray was getting ten assists a game too. So yes. you got two unselfish guys, and right. for it to come from obviously the point guard's responsibility is to facilitate, but to come from the center. That's the part that right. was not like, wow, I, I did
0: not expect that. And that's why they're going to be hard to
1: beat. Go ahead, Mike. Much easier said than done to find a center who can do that too. So yeah. they're, they're the real unicorns, not necessarily what we think. Uh, yeah. We're going to get to your Little League package, but before we do that, you guys are coming up on the playoffs for Swinging Door teams. So is the USFL, Boogie, and the Pittsburgh Maulers are playing this weekend in Can in the playoffs. Check them out. Get your tickets at USFL.com. Should be fun for everyone. Bull, do you want to set up? What's going to come or should I, I set it up for
0: you and just let this? Well, I'll, I'll set it up. Do you want to put, can we put a camera on the kids?
1: Yeah. So they're all here. Steve will get a shot <laughs> of the kids. We yeah. have a full studio audience. Maybe the most, the biggest studio audience. <laughs> here we've we ever go. Had.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's 12 kids, 11, 11 of these guys, including my son are on the team this year. Sam's here too. Where's Sam? There's Sam. Sam was on my team last year. His brother's (laughs) on my team this year, and they're a great bunch of boys, and they've stayed quiet the whole hour. (laughs) They did a great job. I don't know how y'all did that. And and some of their parents are here, too, maybe regretting after what they first walked into in the first 10 minutes. Uh, But so, you know, it's been a long season. We've been practicing for months. We've been playing for months. Last night, Mikey came down with the camera. He mic'd me up. And he, you know, we had an exciting game. Unfortunately, well, I'll, I'll let you find out in the video. Here we go. This is Coach Bull
1: mic'd up like you've never seen him before. Oh,
0: man. We are three and nine on the season. Three and nine? We're season. playing much better at the end of the season. The team we're playing is also three and nine, so it's a big game.
1: One, two, three. That's once
0: We want you swinging the bat. Yeah, Reeve, oh, go. No. That... Go, Reef, keep going. Go, 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 go to third, go to third. Go, Reeve, go. Going to fly around the bases. Keep going, Reef! Go, go, go!
4: Look at
0: this!
4: Awesome! Reef was
0: flying around those bases. It made me nervous. I thought he it was close to plate though. He had held on to the ball. Roofin! Go, 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 go! Look at that! A two-run single. That's right, buddy. All right. First pitch. I want you to go. Even How if he the- catches it. As soon as it reaches home plate, I'll tell you when to go. Go, 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 Don't look, don't look, don't look. Good hustle, Aaron. I loved it. We were very aggressive that <laughs> inning. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Don't lob it in there. Come on, throw it. Go, 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 Hustle, hustle, hustle. Step on the base. Yes. Yes. Nice play. Let's go. We ready to hit? Are we ready to hit? Let's go. Yeah, there you go, Ben. Hustle, Ben, hustle. All right, stay there. Swing it all the way. Don't just put the bat here. Swing it all the way. Go! Go home, Josh! Go home! Don't look! Don't look! Go! Go, Josh! Go! Go! Don't look! Stop looking! <laughs> Next time you're on the bases, wait, you've got to stop looking. You you looked like four times. All right? Just run. We'll tell you what to do, okay? But I'm proud of you for swinging the bat. I'm very proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. I want you to help lead the energy in this in this dugout. You hear me? Hey, Ben. You need to get out of the city without any more damage. Do the best you can, all right? Throw it hard. Make sure you follow through, okay? Bend that back at the end. Let's go. That's it, Ben. Nice, Ben! Aaron, you're at third.
4: (laughs) You almost killed me there. (laughs) Almost (laughs) almost killed me.
0: Reef, what happened, (laughs) Reef? I thought we were buddies. Why uh swing? Same spot again,
1: oh,
0: no. again, no, I'm again, <laughs> this is it. Yeah! This is the last inning. We're down two runs. We get two, we tie, we get three, we win. We can walk it off. Come on, let's do it. Everybody ah! hands in. Hands let's in, come go! on. If you're going to go down, go down swinging. Go, go, Everett. Ah! Good game. Good game, good game. Nice pitching, kiddo. I know it stinks to lose, but there's, you know, what are you going to do? Somebody's got to lose. It's a bummer. It pisses me off too. I'm sorry, I shouldn't use that language, but it it bums me out too.
4: And there
0: they are. (laughs) So, (laughs) unfortunately, we lost a a, a heartbreaker yesterday, but we're learning a a lot of important lessons. And these boys are great. I'm I'm having a ball coaching them. They're an excellent bunch of boys. They're a lot of fun. They play hard. They hustle. They all have a good attitude and most importantly, they're great teammates. They they cheer for each other. They're nice to each other and too often we, we don't we see kids being not nice to each other. So yeah. I'm very proud of all of them.
3: I like the morale man. They
0: all definitely was all into the game yeah. and uh, it was a bummer though because we got off to a I, good start. It was. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting here just cheer. I was and like when Reef <laughs> hit that ball in the last inning. I thought that was going to get through would have made it seven six and then who would have been up next? Your two hitter. I think Tyler. Who's oh, second? Dylan, you're second. Yeah.
3: When is the next game?
0: Next game's tonight. Okay. Uh, Joey's going to pitch for us. Where's Joey? I don't see him. All right. Okay. Oh, there he is. Throw Lefty the or righty. He's a righty. <laughs> righty. And it's his last game because his family's going on vacation, so he's going to miss the rest of the season. Unless we get to the World Series. We got <laughs> That's right. So, hopefully. So, there you go. So, they did a great job. So, we had a lot of fun. And Mike did a great job. with. He had a... That was a great job uh, staying with Reef when he hit this home run. No, dude.
3: no, don't give him no credit because he didn't, he didn't stay with me. <laughs> he didn't I had st- a
0: broken
1: camera
3: last year. I don't care. has somehow made I this little situation <laughs> what, what happened the
2: with him. Tyrus is, <laughs> is broken inside. No, because Mikey
3: <laughs> yeah. was there to display how athletic I am and how I could have been pro. His he, camera
2: was, he, he, was not that, that, very that, good. That, it
3: was so, the catch was so beautiful.
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: That it would have been. Was all- it
4: that
0: beautiful? Was it a tough play? It
1: was. It was a good play. It legitimately was, <laughs> was a good play. And,
2: no. and we'll never know. Nobody yeah. will never know. He
0: acted act like he griffy. I mean, Mike, sell- I'm just ben telling. I'm just telling you. Jr. I'm just telling you the third. Uh, Mike <laughs> did it. He did an excellent <laughs> job, but, including me going. Oh. <laughs> that was there funny. Was, there
1: was one where you you said uh, a word that I know you wouldn't say around any of the kids. Yeah. And I, it was so funny. I'll, I'll show you after. Yeah, I wanted Don't to put, put it in. Glad you didn't put I didn't that put in it in. But it's just you by yourself in the dugout going.
0: Bleep. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Right, so right, right. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, but we're going to come back out there tonight. Tonight we're playing the team that I think has the best record in the league. So it's a big chance. See, anyway, I like the confidence. Like, yeah. Very good, very good. That's half the battle right That's there, it. believing so we that we you can do it. We confident, and we know our best baseball is ahead of us. So we're, we're excited about tonight's game. We're excited that Mike came down. There was a couple of good, really nice fielding plays, Yeah. which is where our, I, I'd say, as a team – our fielding, our hitting has gotten better at the season, but our fielding has gotten a million times better from where we were in the beginning of the year. We made a lot of great plays yesterday. Reef and Joey in particular made great plays, and Ben is like a, a vacuum at first base, catched everything. Uh, Joey made one really nice play where it tipped off. Was it Tyler? Was it off your glove, Tyler? And then Joey caught it and stepped on second base to beat the runner, so our defense is, Really excellent right now. Defense
1: was on point last night. It
0: was. I mean, and I
1: wish I could have got a couple more shots of defense. I was trying to get you reacting. Yeah, It's yeah, tough yeah. to do the swing, but I thought it came out good. And I'm, I'm, Thank you for letting us come out there and uh, yeah. hang out. We so. a good and, time.
2: And So, playoff seeding, um, if you win tonight. Win now we're
0: we're going to be the four seed. Okay. No matter what happens in these last three games. And we will play the top seed, which will either be Ameriprise, who's the team we're playing tonight, or Mitchell's. O'Shea's in the other division. Mitchells will be is the other team that might be uh, the one seed. They're pretty close for the top spot in, in our division. Yeah. And we will play one of those teams on July 3rd. We'll see you for a couple of minutes in overtime. Over. Overtime! Miss-